The world needs hope now more than ever. Welcome to the Exalted Podcast, where every week I will bring you messages of hope, health, and healing. I want you to be unapologetic about your faith, your success, your health, and the miracles that God is doing in your life. I am your host, Jen Beyer. My mission is to equip you in your faith so well that you are able to be a hope dealer in your communities while being as generous as possible with your time, your money, and the talents the Lord has blessed you with. This podcast is sponsored by Exalted Health, where we are ending the war on women hating their bodies. Welcome back to the Exalted Podcast. I'm so excited to have my longtime friend, Melia Moore, with me here today. Uh, She is a disciple of Jesus, wife to her husband of 16 years, and together they raised their two young boys in Arizona. Melia is passionate for women in ministry, healing, deliverance, and helping others know their identity in Jesus. Oh, we are so on the same page, my friend. <laughs> is currently serving at my church through facilitating discipleship groups and ministering on the deep healing prayer team. So thank you for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you. Yes, same Melly. here. Melly and I go way back. We've known each other for almost a decade now, although our lives have been on other sides of the country, but we have just been had this amazing soul connection since the first time that we met. So, uh, Melia has been such a champion of exalted health and just constantly cheering me on. And then one day she shared a little bit about what the Lord had been doing in her life. And I was like, that story needs, needs to be told. So thank you for being here today. And just, just thank you for your vulnerability and showing up. I can't believe we've known each other that long. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. It's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. I know. I know it's ebbed and flowed, but I'm just so thankful for you. Same here, my friend. Yeah. Well, um, this story is really God's story. If I were to title it in such a way, it would be something like the life I've seen other people have and always wanted and never thought I could have for myself. Oh, yeah. So. There's so many times that I've been to conferences and uh, churches and speakers, and you see these women or men of God that stand up and they talk about all the things that God's done in their life. And you sit there and go, that could never happen to me. Yeah. And that is what it's not true. Yeah, Yeah, it's not true. There's always more. So uh, when when I decided that the willingness part on my part for God to change all the things and to really want more is when um, God said, Oh, finally, let's do this. <laughs> so <laughs> I would say it started, uh, we moved to Rancho Cerita, Arizona from Silver City, New Mexico in 2019. Um, I was pregnant with my second and my uh, firstborn's just two years old. Yeah. So <clears throat> I had a big old belly and moving boxes and all the fun stuff, but I knew that God had us there for a reason. And I was waiting on the edge of expectation to see what God was going to do in our lives. Yeah. Um, I had baby gray Grayson and uh, about four months after I had him, I contracted the Epstein-Barr virus and it laid me out. It completely, uh, it completely, for the lack of a better word, dis- disabled my life. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, I can relate to that. 
Yeah. I can relate to that. Yes. And it started this, uh, trigger of, uh, things in my body, uh, thyroid issues and, uh, autoimmune disease that, uh, ran in my family that I knew of, but I hadn't fully experienced until I contracted Epstein-Barr. So uh, I was not able to do all the things that I wanted to do and what God had for me. I was in bed a lot. I was in pain a lot. I, uh, I was just really, really sick. And that went on for a good, I want to say maybe a year. And I remember laying in bed, sick and in pain. My joints were inflamed. My hair was falling out. And um, I was at the end of my rope. And I remember I was scrolling through (laughs) Instagram. And I saw this crazy video of Jenny Weaver uh, just praying over this woman. And I saw the power of God, like, flow through both of their bodies. And, and I might just, I might sound like such a dumb thing, like, Oh, you saw a video, but God can use a donkey. So he can use he anything. Can use, he can, use, he can anything. use Instagram. Now right. had you, had you ever seen a miracle happen before that, before you saw that video no, live? No. Okay. I, I knew, I knew the God of the Bible was real. I just had never seen, uh, I had never seen miracles or deliverance or, or the Holy spirit come. And, you know, I think, I think it's safe to say that that's most of our Christian generation. Mm -hmm. Um, The Western culture is uh, there's a reason for that. And the enemies behind that. Yeah. They put the Holy spirit on the bench because people like things in a nice, neat box. Right. Exactly. So that I had seen like, (laughs) like uh, growing up, like, um, on TV, like people being slain, like some weird stuff I had seen. And I had yeah. gone to uh, a, a, a church in Silver City where there was a lot of uh, different things happening, but my spirit felt like that's not of God. So I had sure. experienced that side, but I hadn't really experienced uh, what the God of the Bible and all his power and glory could do. So when I saw that video, I was like, that was real. That was really real. Yeah. And he started, uh, ministering to my heart. Like, um, I'm still that God. Yeah. I am still that God. And I, and this isn't, um, you are not secluded from Mm, this. Like you, you, this is for all of my people. This is what I have for all of my people. There's more and, for you. Um, yes. There's more. Yes, yes. That is the word, man. There's more. So that's what I started. Uh, that started that word and just that passion and that desire started cultivating in my heart. He planted this seed. So um, I really started uh, thinking and praying and, and coming to terms with, uh, the fact that I had a choice to make and the yeah. choice was, are you really going to believe that yes. God is the God of the whole Bible yes. or are you not? <laughs> and it's really a choice that we have to come to terms with and stepping like, into Do you believe that, it, that the Lord can heal you or do you believe that you're cursed with that for the rest of your life? Like that's, yeah. that's what you are were you, deciding. Yes. Yes. Are you going to believe that I am the God that still heals today, still performs miracles, still does impartation of my Holy Spirit, still 
cast demons out of people like my my son on the earth did that we yes. read about. Are you going to yes. believe them? It's like and every so, chapter in the New Testament. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yes. So uh, that was a, a decision that I had to make. And, you know, when you make decisions for Jesus, there's a risk involved always. Yeah. And and he uh, we have a risk in believing. And uh, are you willing to take that risk to believe? Because things change and they're amazing things. And God has you walking uh, with you um, to take that risk because your life is never the same again. Praise God. Yes. So, so he's uh, ministering to your heart and then what happens next? So uh, I finally said, God, I want you to heal me. If that's what you have for me, I want you to heal me, but more than anything, I just want you. So I'm content with not being healed but I know and believe that you can't mm-hmm. and I am willing. <clears throat> I'm willing. So we had a service, our youth pastor, uh, Jr. did a service one day, uh, one Sunday. Um, I want to say 2019, it was like two weeks before Easter. And, uh, it was, it was a really good service. And for some reason I got up and I went to the bathroom, which I don't normally do in the middle of service. But when I came back, it was like, everything changed. It was, it was kind of crazy. I was like, wait, what is he talking about now? The atmosphere had shifted. <laughs> it was yes. And he was talking about miracles and uh, we have a mission statement at our church, which, which at the time I was like, this is a crazy mission statement. It's that we would repossess all of uh Tucson and Southern Arizona with the love of Jesus. And so good. one of the things I know, dude, and one of the things that uh, our pastor had spoken to me over was like, uh, there's a reason why we say repossess is because there's possession from the enemy and we yes. want to repossess it. So yeah, you, know, you, you want to, you want the, the kingdom to own that territory. Yes. The inheritance. So, so all of a sudden he stopped, he started talking about miracles and he was saying, uh, I'm just going to believe like God, God is still the same God of the Bible of miracles. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it's happening. Yes, this is really happening. And then he had an invitation where he said, uh, if anybody wants me to pray for a miracle in their life, I'm willing. And he got down, uh, from the stage and, uh, onto the floor and, I thought this is it, God. I'm I'm just gonna do it. And so yeah. I marched my butt right up there and I told him I'm sick and I have doubt. <laughs> Those are the two things that I said. Yeah. And so he started praying for me and I kept thinking, I don't remember what he said exactly, but I kept thinking, God, I'm willing. And mm. uh, more than anything, uh, if you don't, if you don't choose to heal me. I am at content with that because I want the healer more than the healing. Mm, so good. And uh, all of a sudden he said, I just feel like God saying, if you're willing. And I thought, Oh Lord, you hear me. I can't believe that you hear me. So amazing. And I felt this rush of wind and this warmth that went up my body. And I was like, okay. And so that was it. That was it. That yeah. was the moment. Oh man. I mean, I never get tired of hearing those stories, right? Yeah. Ever. That's when God started to change everything for me. Yeah. Um, so talk about what happens after. 
okay. So it took me about two weeks to really come to terms with the fact that that really happened. Yeah. I would wake up and I felt different and I had no symptoms. And I finally told him one Sunday, so I don't have any symptoms since you prayed. And so I <laughs> believe that God healed me. And he was like, what are you crazy? Is that, that's amazing. And I started sharing with uh, my really good friends, Selena and Janelle and Jen. And um, I just thought this could really be the start of something. Um, So uh, after that healing, I realized that there were things that God wanted to do for his people. Mm. He wanted, he could still heal. He wanted to heal. He wants to deliver. Uh, He wants us to be free. And that was the biggest thing that God showed me is that, uh, there is more life after salvation. It's not just salvation. Like, obviously that's why Jesus came and he died and he suffered on that cross. So we could have a right relationship with God and have salvation. But I think our culture today, uh, I think churches today got lost in the uh, aspect of just hitting numbers of salvation. And we forgot the full definition of sozo, uh, the salvation, the healing and deliverance. And so there was that part of sozo that I saw that was missing. And I wanted that in my life. And I wanted that for our church. And I wanted that for our nation. And God said, great, let's start with you. (laughs) (laughs) That was the, that was the part I was like, Oh man, but it's true. That's true. Freedom begets freedom. And that's what, and that's what Jesus was all about. So I shared my heart uh, with my friend Selena and she, she was already all in already without me even talking to her. She was just like, yes, this is, this is my heart. This is what I've experienced in my own life. And I had no idea. And she's the worship pastor at our church. And so hearing her story of how God delivered her, I was just like, oh my gosh, Lord, why don't we talk about this? Why don't we share these things? And uh, this is what you want for your people. And then I shared it with my friend Janelle. And she was like, girlfriend, this is what I used to do. 15 years ago, God delivered me. And I was part of this deliverance ministry. And then I spoke to my friend Jen and she was like, she was like, yeah, I, yeah, I could totally see it. And I want to be a part of it. And Uh, so we just kind of got together and started praying and started asking God, okay, we have, here's our hearts, Lord. What do you want to do? Yeah. And he started cultivating, uh, um, us, he started delivering us and we started, um, reading and praying and going through scripture and, uh, learning and studying and all the things. And, um, we, ended up with this team of four women that invited people to be set free of whatever bondage that, uh, that they were dealing with, that they had no idea that they could be free from because we don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, so that, that is what started uh, the ministry that we have now at our church. We use freedom in Christ. I know you and I were chatting about that. It's this yes. awesome Mm -hmm. discipleship, uh, Bible study that, uh, has truths about your identity and who you are and your significance and your security. And, 
it teaches your identity and then it, it, it helps you go through uh, things to renounce in your life that you could be set free from because yes. uh, we haven't been taught that much that whatever you, whatever you agree with, whatever you agree with in your life is what you're yoked to. So yes. if you start agreeing yes. with the lies about your body image or about uh, about your your family or about yourself or about your identity, you are yoked with that lie. Yes. So renouncing it out loud and uh, instead of believing that you fill yourself with the Holy Spirit and what the truth is, there's freedom in that. Right. So uh, that is what so we've good. been doing. Yeah. And that's just, it's amazing to me that we live on different sides of the country. We, you know, haven't spoken in a couple of years just because life besides just the normal interactions on, you know, social media and the Lord has us both on these paths. We're both learning these like healing and deliverance tools and it's just incredible and has been working in both of our lives. It just, it blows me away. Okay. So let's talk about your favorite story. And of course we're going to protect the identities of all the people involved. What is your favorite story of healing or deliverance that you've seen? Wow. Okay. Uh, there was a wonderful lady that came in that was having a difficult time in her marriage. And there was a lot of bitterness and resentment happening and she knew that. So there was already this revelation, which yeah. um, is amazing because that means, you know, and that you're willing and your heart's willingness prepared. Yep. Yes. So she knew that. And, uh, so we we prayed against the spirit of bitterness and uh, walked through forgiveness. And there was a moment <clears throat> where uh, she stopped because it's hard. It's hard to forgive when you've been so hurt and rejected and to move on those feelings into just what is true about forgiveness. Right. And it doesn't matter how you feel. It matters that it's a truth and it's something that God requires of us. It's a command. It's a, Yep. It's a command and it's a vicious form of spiritual warfare. Praise God. That is what mm-hmm. Jesus used on the cross is yep. he chose to have grace and forgiveness. That was his yep. weapon of choice. Yep. And so she moved past her feelings of how she felt uh, with her husband and her bitterness. And uh, at one point we had to stop and put on her armor. So we walked through every piece of armor that she would put it on. And when we got to the sword of the spirit, um, my friend prophetically, she saw the bitterness on her shoulder. I was like, wow. She's like, it's gray on her shoulder. And then she had her sword. And I said, okay, you're going to take your sword because it's the word. Of, it's the truth and the spirit of God. And you're going to dig that into you and pull it out. And I, it sounds crazy, but at the moment, I was like, this is what we use our swords for is we dig, we dig out um, what the enemy has put there and we dig it out with truth. And when she did that, the presence of Jesus just fell. And three of my friends went to their knees because we knew that Jesus was there honoring her Mm. as she was being obedient in, uh, in that forgiveness and in that rebuke of bitterness and using, uh, wielding the sword of the spirit of truth. So that was 
that that was an incredible moment right there. Just yeah. to see how Jesus wanted to partner with her and stand next to her while right. she made that choice. So that and you probably crazy. also saw physical changes. I see physical changes so often yes. people when they come in and they're they're so full of bondage that their bodies are just you know tight and tense and hunched, and then they walk yes, out and they're all. Yes. And they walk out and they are, have their shoulders back and they're beaming with joy and they're full of just of the Holy spirit. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things to see. And then even on, even scrolling through Facebook, when you see a after picture of what their family or whatever, people literally look different, you know, there's a reason for that. That, There is a reason for that. Uh, Oh, Yes. And amen. Okay. What are your, some of your other favorite books that you've read? I have so many that I uh, could, but why don't you share with anyone listening that's super excited about learning more. So freedom in Christ. So good. Freedom by the Christ, way, Neil Anderson, anything by Neil Anderson is amazing. Uh, something that our team started with by the recommendation of Janelle was uh, books by Frank Hammond. So Pigs in the Parlor, that just really takes the mask off of what the enemy does. And so that is really good for your deliverance. Uh, Richard Foster, uh, Celebrations of Discipline. I love that book. I don't think that has anything to do with healing (laughs) or deliverance, but it's just such, that's been a profound book in my life. the book of acts. I mean, yeah, the book of acts is always good. The book, of, yeah. the book of acts and Neil Anderson. I already said him. I can't think of anything yeah. at this moment. That's okay. I'm, That's I'm okay. That's a couple of them. My favorite, my favorite. Oh, the bait of, of Satan, the bait of Satan. That is a really good one. That's all, right. all about how the enemy uses how we feel offended. Mm. Oh my gosh. Is that like not on our entire culture right now? Where like everybody feels entitled to their opinion and it's everybody else's job to change their behavior. And it's just, it's running rampant and it is just forgiveness and responsibility are the keys to, to, to getting out of that cycle. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So good. I love that you talked about forgiveness and like, I had a mentor one time that talked about forgiveness one time is this taking it off of like your hook and putting it on the cross, right? Like, cause when we have unforgiveness in us, like you can feel that, like you, everybody can feel what bitterness sounds like. Cause we've all yeah. tasted a little bit of bitterness in some way or another, but like thinking about how that feels in your body. And then just thinking about removing that and then like hanging it on the cross because we're not the judges. Like it is not our job to be in judgment. And in most cases, or I shouldn't say in most cases, in some cases, it doesn't mean that you let that person back into your life. Like there still can be a boundary Absolutely. there, yes. but it, it's like, you don't, you don't feel the pain and the poison of that bitterness or anger anymore. Like the Lord's going to take care of that. So, so good. Yeah. Forgive, unforgiveness is like a festering open wound. And we it have really so many is. people walking around with these wounds 24 seven that they don't know what to do with. And that's what becomes an unclean spirit. When we see in scripture where Jesus talks about unclean spirits, it's if you think about this pussy festering wound, that's Mm -hmm. exactly what, that's exactly what was happening. And so 
the forgiveness is, it's such a key. We talked about keys last time, right? Yeah, think too, yeah we did. Yeah. It's, it's such a key into, uh, into what God has. God has more. And when we don't forgive, it's hard for him to fill us up with more. Mm, yeah. So good. Any last thoughts to leave our listeners with today? This has been such an incredible story. Just if you think, I don't know, I, if you think that you can't find freedom or it's like, if you're doubting that you can have more in your life, just know that it's a lie. Mm. It's a lie from the pit of hell and God's heart, his heart wants us to have more. He wants us to have the healing. He wants us to have the deliverance It glorifies him. And it gives us an opportunity to partner with him for the kingdom of God. So So good. And we don't, we don't have to suffer here on earth. Like it doesn't mean that life's going to be easy, but we're not called to suffer like on earth as it is in heaven. So if it's not in heaven, we have authority over here on earth. So yes. Girl, I wanna... go ahead go finish your thought sorry my my favorite verse right now is the enemy has come to kill still and destroy but jesus says i have come to give life and life abundantly and that's mm. where the healing and deliverance is is the abundant part oh so good so good well thank you so much for sharing your story here today I, people are going to be so blessed by it i've been blessed by it And I love that our lives have gotten to reconnect in this way. So thank you for being here. Thank you, friend. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you heard today, it would mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds and give me a five-star rating, write a quick review, and subscribe to the podcast. And share it with any of your family or friends that you feel like this episode could bless. It helps get the word out more than you know. Or if you know someone that's a hope dealer and has an incredible story that needs to be shared, go to my website at www.exaltedhealth.com forward slash podcast and fill out the podcast guest form. The world needs these stories of Jesus now more than ever. Or if you have a miracle or testimony of an incredible Jesus moment, you can go to our website and fill out the testimonial page for a chance to get a shout out on the podcast. We'll see you next time.